some point. But yeah, push that. Yeah, push that. Push that. Yeah. Yeah. No, but but this is what I'm saying because even uh, even what, what I wanna, even I talk about today because it's like obviously it's not it's not so much it's not so much um, happiness in terms of like normal life, but even just like it's happiness in terms of like when you've gone through grief. Yeah, but just just briefly on on happiness with normal life here, yeah, I feel like with happiness here yeah, it's like, okay, cool. It might look like family, family, kids, marriage, house, whatever. Yeah, but then. I feel like it's often the time it's like when you when people get there and they have the, yeah you see it from a service level you see okay cool someone has a family someone's you know a kid that look like they're well but then okay are you happy like mm. and I always feel like rock okay like if someone says oh, I'm not happy and they're like oh but that's all I want I want to have a family doesn't and I've got that now so it's like oh, you was you was placing your happiness into that now that you have it now 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 what what do you chase next? I don't know. I feel like sometimes with these things, like happiness is like a, it's like a thing we chase rather than it just being something that's in, like something that just being in us. So it's like, I can be like, oh yeah, I'm really, I'm going to be happy when I get here, when I do this, when I do that. I feel like we'll get so focused on like setting goals, setting goals. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to happen until I reach them. And even yeah. then, if you don't reach it, you're not, you, if you don't reach it, you're not going to be happy. So it's like, rather than that, because even me, I, I used to think like, I remember when, like, oh, my mum died, and I was like, nah, like, this is mad. Obviously, at the time, I was like, this, at the time, what I was going through is grief, but I'm not thinking this is, this, this is what, that's what it's called, and I'm just thinking, bro, I'm just sad, like, my mum's passed, and, like, I need to get out of this, innit? Mm. And at the time, I'm not thinking, oh, but how, like, how can I get out of this? At the time, my, my thinking was like, you know what, yeah, like, was my relationship at the time? I was like, that's gonna, that's what's gonna get me through. Like once I, once I get married, then that's it. The gr- grief is gonna be calm. I'm not, I'm not gonna grieve no more because that's gonna make me happy. That's gonna solve everything. And then when that, when you kind of get there, no, sorry, when the relationship broke down, I'm like fuck, like shit. And yeah. I was like, now what? Yeah. And it's like, and that's and that's why, I, and that's why, obviously, like with with any relationship breaker, you, you feel it in it. That's just yeah. normal. But I felt even more because of that, because I, I was placing happiness in that relationship, and I, and, yeah. I was, and I was thinking that okay, happiness is gonna get rid of this grief. So once I get married, I'm calm. I'm gonna be good. Like I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna be mourning anymore and stuff. And then when that didn't, that didn't happen, I'm just like shit. I'm like, yeah, that's it. Because you know what's meant. Like I think. A lot of people do that. You can't associate uh, an accomplishment or setting goals and achieving something. Happiness. Because then if something, if you lose that, if you don't achieve it, then what? That means Mm. you can't be happy. That means if you lose that relationship, are you sad now? Mm. So there's no point. Again, so I think when it comes to happiness anyway, you know, it shouldn't be, it has to have greater meaning than, yeah, more so than, associating it to a goal because goals can come and go it's like okay you can achieve something and then what next you know there could there's always something else so assigning happiness to a goal personally i don't think it's it does anything for you because goals change goals can grow do you know what i mean that's the thing but it's 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 hard it's easier said than done though because like most things that we set our mind to it is probably gonna I feel like most achievements is often it's often ends with okay I'm if I achieve 
it ends with happiness. Like any mm. any goal you set should result in happiness. Like in, in your in your own kind of in your own yeah opinion. Like like if I said I'm gonna I want to get a house by twenty twenty three. Of course, it's gonna make me happy because I've achieved it. Yeah, yeah. It's a little feel good moment, isn't Do you know it? What I mean? And but then you move. And then I want is have you ever felt like, you know, when you when you've wanted something, yeah, you finally got it, and now you're like, okay. I've got this now. It's, it's calm, but it's like I'm not. Okay, now what? Like, do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I don't know. For, you know, I think what I've learned anyway. Like me, like I said, now I've got a family, married. I've got two kids. Everyone's healthy. Like personal, like my personal life, like family life. I'm blessed. I can't really complain. The only thing I struggle with is like work, slash what am I contributing to the world? That's the only thing that makes me kind of like uh, uh, unhappy, you know, because work, it's, it's like, a, okay, I'm going to work, I'm doing the same thing. Mm. I'm like a robot, you know, it's just, okay, repeating the same cycle. I'm not adding any benefit to anyone, really. So <laughs> for me, I'm just like in a right in that sense, you know, for some people, they might love what love what they do. For me, I don't personally love what I do. So that's why I'm in that kind of that rut. But if I think if I was adding benefit in my own head, you know, like, you know, if I set up a charity or something like that and I could see that it was making an impact on people's life, I'd be blessed. Mm. Because I think I think that's what we're here for, that we're supposed to help people. And that's why mo that's why most times you hear when people say, "Oh yeah, there's no greater satisfaction than when helping someone." When you help someone and you they say, "Well, you, you know what you've done has changed my life or whatever," that's like true happiness because it's it's selfless. It's a selfless act. You know what I mean? So that's the kind of point where I want to get to, where I could just be eternally happy knowing that I'm living my life in service to people. Yes, there might be financial gain. A lot of it, but most things are, isn't it? Sometimes to kind of to broaden your reach, there has to be some sort of financial gain. Sometimes, whether you put money in and then you know promote it to the broader scale or whatever. Some if you have events and whatnot, sometimes money comes your way, but obviously you still can do things with that money. You can invest it in people, set up something else. But I just think mm. helping others ultimately is is true happiness. Nice, true though. Like with me, like again, when I when I think of grief and happiness, like at the time, like I said, at the time I was like, nah, this this is something I need to get rid of. Like this feeling of oh, I'm just always down. But the thing is, you can never get over losing your parents, and it you, you no. just you just kind of move with it. But and the, and the, and the, the trouble I had was, I don't know how I'm gonna live life again and sort of be happy again and and because I didn't know I was I was play, like I said I was placing it in in people and things mm -hmm. and then when you when you do that and I'm listen I'm always talking from my point of view when I did that it's like I'm already setting myself up for destruction because no one listen if I'm t putting my happiness in someone else's hand whether that's at the time again a, a partner whatever a job this and that 
And the minute I, I start to get a, 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 even a sense of dissatisfaction with that job or with that, but, but it's, it's peak. That's it. Distra- yeah, it's, self-destruction. It's peak and it's because, again, you and then it's like you're back to square one. You're, you're forever searching because the happiness is not with you. So you're always, you're always running to something. Yeah. That, yeah. That it that you feel like it's happiness, but actually nah. Like if you just sit still and listen, look, look. And the thing with me, my my discovery wasn't even a case of I didn't. It wasn't a thing where like I sat down with myself and thought, wow. What what did what what's gonna make me happy now that I've gone through grief? Like, can I be happy again after the grief? So all the, all these questions that I'm that I'm thinking of, I've answered them just just by going through grief, and doing something with that grief. Without and without realizing it, I'm like, okay, this is this is how I'm being happy again because like I'm moving with the grief. So it's not a case of me trying to what I was trying to do before, get rid of it, and 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 think that I'm gonna be happy if I if I place it in something else. So mm. like, like I said, in people, in relationships, or jobs, whatever, because I'm, that's what they can make make me more depressed. So I feel like what kind of gave me satisfaction over the years, or not even that, just gave me sort of a sense of peace here. Yeah. And happiness was just like oh, writing about it, talking about it. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I get, I get, a, I get, a, I get a buzz just like rap, talking about something or about my grief, and someone's like, "Oh, you know, I could relate to that. This was really spot on." And again, it's not ego; it's not ego thing. Yeah, but it's just like yo, like, but that's what I'm trying to. It's is, selflessness, isn't it? You know it's, I mean? it's just you being vulnerable, um, and obviously, a lot of people, a lot of men in particular, we're not vulnerable enough or we're you know we're mocked if we're you know if we're made to be vulnerable so i think this kind of getting things out into the public you're gonna you're gonna help someone one way or another you know which, which is which is the main thing mm. everyone just you know each one teach one everyone helping one another but when, when you think of like you know you said earlier for you it's mad because when i when i always think of you i'm like bro like i, I always tell you in all the time we talk or sometimes to people like bro like you're you're doing your thing you know you've got your family you're doing right but i'm doing right by them but it's like it's easy for me to say that like not as easy for me to say that just from the outside looking in and i don't mean that you're, you're miserable and stuff but even when, earlier when you said you know what like i don't okay i'm working you're good at what you do i don't necessarily love it but i'm thinking like rocky you got a good job doing well like putting food on the table for the family so you, you, you're calm you must I'm trying to say yeah. you must be happy I'm not saying that you're not yeah. but it's easy to kind of look at someone else and think oh rah like you know yeah that's that's what happiness is but everyone is different isn't it yeah everyone's different and I, I don't know obviously sometimes you know it depends on it it depends on who you're talking to you could, I could come across like oh you know he's selfish he's ungrateful don't get me wrong when I go home and I look at my family and we're eating at the table or whatever that's it I know I'm blessed. Mm. I can thank God like, yeah, you know, most people don't even have this. Do you know what I mean? Uh, not, everyone's got a family, but you know, just having that, a close family where we all get along, you know, we all singing of the same hymn sheet, you know, it's like, we're all the same person yeah. because we've all grown up in the same house. Like our jokes are very personal. So mm. if we go outside and like, we're laughing, people might be like what's so funny but it's like an inner joke because we're so close yeah um so yeah my with my family i'm happy i'm content but then i guess that that you know if i kind of break myself into two like 50 percent the family man 50 percent me and on there's that selfishness that okay well 
and want to add something, you know, before I go, I want to do something of significant meaning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, anyone can go to work, anyone can provide, but I think everyone should do something for someone else. No, I, I, I agree, man, because it's easy to fall in that trap of, you know, just kind of going through the motion, isn't it? It's become robots. Up, turn the laptop, do this, do that, go this and that, like, and. It sounds corny when you think, oh, like, bro, what you, you know, when we talk about passions and stuff like that and things that you, that you enjoy, like, I feel like now, when I, was, when I was younger, I used to think, nah, like, it's all about passion, isn't it? It's all yeah. about finding something you're passionate about, no, never mind what it is. And obviously, when you grow up, you realise, actually, you know what, this might pay the bills more, this might make more yeah. sense. Yeah. But you can do both, bro. Like, do you know what I mean? You can do both in the sense where now, yeah, you can be at your, at your job where you don't necessarily love you don't hate either, but you're doing it to do. But uh, but also, uh, aside from that, you're working on something that you, that that's that's you're passionate about. Do you know what I mean? So it it, it depends how, how you look at it. But even with me, I'm like, you know what? When I was younger, I was like, I always knew, you know, I wanna I wanna like I wanna write someday like to help people. You know, in some way, inspire people like because literally uh, for me, writing was always my thing of like, bro, I, I like express myself through writing, and it's so mad like through like fast forward now I'm thinking yo actually I'm doing I've started doing what like I've always said to myself yeah like I want to write a book I want to write I want to write to help people inspire people but I just don't know what will get me there in it yeah and it's like come 2015 now come 2014 2015 dad passed in 2014 mum passed away 2015 and cool like going years like it's been almost like six years now. And now I'm like a place where like, bruv, like, this is it. It's like, it, and again, it's not like a, it's a light bulb moment, but I'm like, wow, this is like, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm like, unfortunately, I'm like, it's, it's taking my own life, from, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, my, sorry, my own personal experience for me to kind of use that personal experience and use that to kind of help others, in it? Yeah. But that's, I mean? what's, that's what's great. That's what's dope about the, the podcast, isn't it? Because it's authentic. Mm. It's coming from a place of personal experience you've gone through it yeah, at yeah. first hand you know what I mean so and we all go through it we don't know what to expect when we go through it mm. and everyone handles things differently I remember I can't remember what film I was watching but the guy said you know it's just like a it's like a grey cloud you know grief and it it can either consume you or you can revel in it but ultimately it's down to the individual to deal with it. It doesn't go away. Grief is always there. But it doesn't have to be a bad thing. It doesn't have to be like a burden. You learn to live with it. Well, personally, anyway, I've learned to live with it. You know, I still have to take some moments out where I just need to sit back, think about it, you know, think about my pups and whatnot, go and visit him. But ultimately... It's always there. It's always in my mind. You know, he's he's always with me. Mm. So I I think I don't think it got, I don't think it ever goes away. I just think it's something you, you have to live with. But it's interesting because, I remember um, a while back you said like obviously it changes your outlook. Like before before your dad passed, like what was happiness to you and. 
so like after his passing do you still have that same vision that same um what's the word do you still have that same idea of happiness or has that changed so as essentially so has grief affected your idea of happiness no you know, um i would say prior to my dad passing i was probably naive i was i was probably in a bubble like life wasn't really real at that point because i'm still young you know just doing uni and mm. whatnot like life hasn't really set in there's no real responsibility but as soon as he passed then i think yeah okay like i've been punched in the face now this is it's like a wake-up call like you know life isn't rosy life isn't everything you know that you want it to be it's not all dreams and wishes it's it's real you know some mm. things you know some experience will punch you in the face and some things will require you to stand up and you know to work harder to to be a better person and unfortunately again it's this one of those personal experiences that you don't want to have to go through to make you see that but yeah that was the case for me so i never really viewed what's happiness do you know what i mean but in him passing and trying to kind of understand it and make sense of it all it's just made me a better father if anything mm. and made me just a better person as i've come to terms with it because i've had to really do some soul searching try and understand like the feelings behind you know like how i felt about my own upbringing our relationship now my relationship and stuff like that so i just think yeah no i think um it's just been a wake-up call in in that sense it just allowed me to kind of reevaluate who i am as, as a man really no i can i can relate i can relate a lot like before you know before grief before all that like everything else has come with it like i was just i was yeah my own bubble of my own i'm like yo this is how life is gonna be that's it running like, jokes you know i'm i'm just i don't know like i'm not i'm still like a uh a, a, like a grown a grown child like yeah in a sense well, I'm, I'm growing but i still have this kind of like innocent uh viewpoint of what happiness is so like for me it's just happiness is you know like growing you know seeing my parents grow old happiness is like you know me just not going through any issues like any issues that i will go through it'll probably be as i'm as i'm in in later on in life but well, that's not how it works man that's like, what i'm saying it's perspective because i remember i was thinking okay yeah so yeah my dad's passed okay yeah it's a wake-up call now and then the leading events but so the follow-up events so okay i'm essentially okay I'm, I'm essentially the father paying the dad figure at home to my younger siblings you know yeah i, I work i'm helping mumsy out with the money trying to be a good example for my younger brothers and sisters and then it comes to planning the funeral and when you see again that's another mm. learning moment because the perception of family gets skewed a bit in terms of like you the way people then you see how people viewed your father and you see how people view the monetary gains that they can get from someone's death or you know you know you, you start to learn certain things about you know what family is and who your family is as well so i think just that whole learning experience 
it's just a whole wake up call. And <clears throat> I guess it just kind of made me focus on changing the meaning of family, isn't it? Because everyone's got family, but doesn't necessarily make them your family. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Bro, bro, trust me. So, yeah, I think um, yeah, I just went on a tangent there, but no, <clears throat> no, I just think, yeah, you realize that you played, you've been playing the father figure, you know, at the home you're living with because you have there is no dad at home. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely a wake up call because you realize that you know you're not. I shouldn't have been playing that position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just is that, is that what we talked about last time you was on about yeah, like I'm just a big brother. I shouldn't yeah, be playing yeah, like that. We, we take it on as, as a badge of honor, but actually like we we should only just be being ourselves, but because like again, do, it could just be due to a lot of stuff, like maybe you just think, yeah, as the guy that's what's supposed to do, but yeah, it's conditioning, bro. That's it's it. all conditioning, like, do you know what I mean? And like even like when I think of happiness, it's all conditioned as well. Like, I'm like, okay, like, I'm um, happiness is, yes, you know, doing this, going to college, going to uni, do this, do like, getting married, all of that. Oh, don't get me wrong, all that stuff is, I want to do, I want to do, but the way it's like, kind of, you've been conditioned to it, like, as if to say, that's the only thing that's going to happen to us mm. throughout our livelihood. Like, yeah, throughout that kind of um, uh, timeline of whether it's university, getting a job, getting married, there's going to be stuff in between. Yeah. For me, it's just that my in between, tough. My in between is grief. Do you know yeah, what I mean? So, yeah. so I'm, I'm, God willing, I'm still gonna get to those other places of what of what I see happiness as, which is you know having a family, like having good a good support network, um, of network of people. I'm still gonna have that, but along the way, it's just like little, I can I put it like bumps in it. Yeah. But it's yeah. just that like. Where before grief, I'm thinking these bumps will come at, at maybe like towards the end of the timeline, yeah. yeah. Not so, not so early on in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like with everyone's timeline is different. So like if we, if we see everyone's timeline, said everyone's life being a timeline, yeah. Like cool, my bumps, I, my bumps are here. Your bumps might be there. Someone that's else's it. bumps might be there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it's all. It's everyone is different. Isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I know. I hear what you're saying because basically it's like you know growing up, like I said, that kind of naivety sort of thing mm. no one really talks about death it's one of those uh you know subjects what's there but it's not spoken about in many terms of talking about life isn't it so you grow up and it's like okay yeah no one really talks about it you don't really consider the fact well actually my parents are getting old actually they're not as mobile anymore yeah yeah you know that okay well they might have a few hospital appointments mm. but you know you get me they're breaking down like you know what i mean like for example like my mum like if i go check my mum or whatever then she might have a letter on the fridge because she got an appointment and it's got and i need to read it just to make sure that she's blessed speak to mm. her make sure everything's okay but again like ultimately in life like you just see your parents breaking down in front of you they're not here forever mm. and sometimes you know Life is a bit spontaneous. There's curveballs, you know. So one parent might get hit with cancer, you know, like my dad, or, you know, something can happen. But we're never really prepared for it because those are conversations yeah, yeah, yeah. that are had. And then obviously it's the same with, like, life insurance. It's it's all these sort of things. And I just think it's just conversations that we need to have. Yeah, yeah. Even just from an early age, for me to just to sit down and say, look, son, yeah, obviously I'm here today. 
But any you know anything can happen. Nothing's guaranteed. I don't want to be you don't want to be morbid, but it's just the realities. It's trying to it's setting expectations, isn't it? It's just like look, you know, one day, you know, I might not wake up. Mm. In you know in all harshness, but basically that's what it is, you know. But life goes on, and it's just trying to maybe preparing. I don't know if you can plant seeds to prepare your kids, because obviously you're always going to feel what you feel. But I think again, if people speak about it from an earlier age, but done in a certain way, I think that you know people might not have to live with certain things because depending on where you were in your life, it could cause a mental health issue. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It it could cause. It could be traumatic for someone like losing a parent, especially if they're there, if it happens in front of them or whatever the case may mm. be. And when that child now potentially, you know, well, moving this, forward. This is, this is it. Like we're not, we're not really, like it's, it reminds me of, of, of a post that I, I wrote a few months ago. I titled it like the D word, like normally it mentions the D word because it's like, we're just so used to going through life hoping for the best, as we should, don't get me wrong. Yeah. As we should. Yeah, but, as we should, yeah. Like going through stuff here, yeah. like like I said before, you you said to us you was like you was like naive before yeah. your dad passed. Like and for me, I, bro, I was like naive as well, and thinking like, just because you know, the world doesn't doesn't stop. It was like this: the world doesn't stop spinning because I've lost parents. And prior to that, the world isn't isn't kind of in my favor. I have to, I have to actively go out there and make the most, make the most yeah, of it. The, the world it. doesn't owe us anything do you know what I mean it's, it's up to us in it to kind of like that's it like you know back to what I said about happiness you know we see it we can see it as a as this kind of you know subtle thing of like getting married having kids and you know there's this timeline thing but it's up to us to like redefine it mm. despite you know with, with, with all the curveballs we've been through like I don't yeah. know, and it's hard to kind of have these conversations when you're just so used to like you know oh no we don't we don't talk about these things un- until it happens until yeah. as I'm saying you don't talk you don't talk about until it happens yeah and it's just becoming more familiar with the things that are there and making sure you're doing your part again cancer it's always been there but I never really took it serious yeah do you know what I mean until it until it actually affected me it was always something that was there it never mm. really do you know what I mean again you could be so simple-minded and think well it doesn't really affect me too tough you know it's there you hear about it but when it hits home it's different bro now man can't even watch an advert bro, without bro, catching bro. feelings this you know is, whereas before it yeah is? it's this another cancer advert but now everyone's touching man differently Damn, it's bro. so mad yeah like <laughs> I'm not laughing at that like, it sounds messed up and I'm talking to myself it's like with me yeah like I'm just so nonchalant to a lot of things. Yeah. But when it hits home, when it hits home, when it hits, bro, when it, when it yeah. hits home, it changes everything. Changes everything. That's bro, what and I'm it's saying. like, so when I, when I talk about like, cause me, I'm always like, you know, like always writing about talking about like, you know, appreciating others. I know why I'm doing that. Do you know what I'm trying yeah. to say? But where some, some else reading that might think like, what's this guy on about? That's it. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. and again, I'm not saying that I'm wishing anything might happen to anyone, but until things hit home, are you you gone through that predicament? That's when you fully get a better understanding. But the thing is, it shouldn't take things to home for you to kind of have that kind of understanding of you know what, yeah, death is it, it's, it's an ugly word. It's a it's it's not really a social anything nice. But bruv, it's the part of the cycle, man. Yeah, Do you know what I'm trying to say like yeah. So even like with this, the podcast and stuff, like as much as you know, like it may not be for everyone, 
But yeah. but at some point, like, do you know what I mean? Some of these, I'm not saying every single thing that we talk about, but some things might hit home. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Because you might you might find yourself actually I'm in that position now. Unfortunately, do you know what I'm trying to say? Of yeah. course, like we don't want we don't want to you don't want to um experience these things. But bruv, like until it hits home, that's when you like for me, I was I was so oblivious like to a lot of things, and then trust rah, me, like this is actual thing. Like people, just because. I, you know, all my family too blessed. It doesn't mean they're gonna be, they're not gonna go through stuff. Yeah. Like you know, especially like even stuff like mental health. You know, like until it, it hits close to home, you're like, oh, rock. Okay, this is serious, bro. Like, it, yeah. It's not a thing of like, oh, our brothers don't go through stuff like that. That's what I'm you saying. Know, man, them go through PTSD, depression, breakdown. Yeah, these everyday stuff, and that's the you know, it's more. It all goes down to communication, even understanding your families lineage in terms of illness mm. and like we see like okay like my dad passed away from prostate cancer that could be passed down yeah yeah okay yeah. so i need to make sure okay i'm doing the checks mm, mm. because if you don't catch it early yeah, then yeah likely bro that, that's the, that's even another conversation as well it's scary though because i i mean i mean I, I think they say like you know i think the the, the most uh uh, predominant one like they say with men like prostate cancer but I think it's a uh, think from maybe 40 onwards I think yeah but I'm saying obviously knowing that my dad's had it obviously my older brother he hasn't had it and mm. he's 40 plus okay so you skip a generation bro could it be me yeah so really I need to be doing the taking those steps to get checked do you know what I mean I, again I can't be naive to the fact that oh you know, I don't really think it's going to happen to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to check it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. O- often enough, because again, like even back to what you're saying, like conversation about like when things happen, especially death, then you start having conversations about medical history. That's it. And, you know, like for me, I've my thing that I've been, been mostly aware about that, that I kind of talk about a lot is like, you know, things like sickle cell. Like I never understood the, the severity of it until my mom passed. Yeah. Like, even to the extent of like, okay, you know, how these, how, how sickle cell works. It's like, you know, someone has sickle cell, I have the trait. So what does that mean for me? So that means now like, when it comes to uh, family planning, choosing a partner, I have to bear that in mind. So, so, but what I mean by that is like, I've got a trait. So just briefly, cause it's, it's, that's a whole nother conversation in itself. Like if I've got the traits, which is, um, so sickle cell is SS. Yeah. That's that's the uh what they call the general type the SS. Yeah. Some of SS means they have sickle cell. They're sickle cell carrier. Yeah. So because and again, so it's like my dad was AS, so two S's will, will form a child who has sickle cell. So so or or if a, if a part say so that two partners, one has AS, and uh other partner has SS. So. What happens is the child can either be AS or SS, but because there's there's three S's in the in the setup, yeah, it's a fact. high risk of sickle cell. Yeah, but fortunately yeah. for for me, I I only you're an AS. I'm an AS. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to like, for example, like finding a partner now, or let me not say finding, I said if it's like like settling down now, I've got to make sure. Okay, do you know your trait? Like, yeah, yeah, if yeah. If you're AS, then I know. I just know that's that's a no go. 
Yeah, like, yeah it's exactly. not a no go. It, it's but it's, I know that it's a higher risk. Yeah, because and essentially, then if you was to look at the pairing, there would be two or four in it, two S's or four, and then yeah, you're rolling exactly, the so dice. The pro- really. Exactly, it's the 50/50. Is high, I'm, I'm not gonna gamble with la- like life like that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. again, all these things that I wasn't aware of. So like, you know, and and these are things that we need to be talking about more. Like again. God willing, we're young men growing up, going to be healthy, but bro, man. Yeah, and that's it. That's the one thing. Life, bruv. That, I guess, obviously, that's the one thing I've learned from death is, okay, raw, okay. I really need to know more about my family's history, mm-hmm. medical history. And even like, like, obviously, with COVID and everything, yeah, it's all subject. Obviously, whether you take it or you don't take it, it's completely up to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've taken it. Mm. They're asking me, raw, you know, do you have any allergic reactions to X, Y, and Z? Yeah, I yeah. say no to everything. Yeah, same, I don't same. even I don't, know. Yeah, I don't even know, bro. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't, I don't have a clue. I'm just like, no, 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 no. The only thing I know, okay, I got asthma, but that's about it. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm, bro, I don't know, innit? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I genuinely like, don't know. And I'm, but that's kind of, it's kind of scary in the sense that, let's, like, you could put something in your body and not know. If it's gonna some sort of allergic reaction. Man, yeah, man, just say no, no, no. But again, but this not that way in June, do you know what I mean? Mm. And I just think that's something I'm paying more attention to now, following the death. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think it's also a thing of like because like of course, like, you know what it is as well, yeah. Sometimes we can go into this kind of like rabbit hole of thinking, oh, what what might I have? But the thing you do know about, for example, like, you know, okay, your dad passed away of, of, of cancer. So, you know, for you, it's like when the time comes, getting those checks. Yeah. So just focus on, just so, focus on, like, um, getting the checks of what you do know. Yeah. Cause know. I think I'm going to get checked. Well, I've been meaning to anyway, but twice a year, that's what I'm going to be pushing for. Mm. Just to make sure, obviously, because again having a family there's responsibility yeah yeah exactly. nothing can be left to chance or nothing can be left to laziness yeah yeah I guess for, for you it's more so like it, well it should be for everyone but for you it's more so because I've got family now there's no there's no mm, we'll just see I have to know yeah do you know what I'm trying yeah. to say if you're by yourself fair play you get me you can be nonchalant you can do whatever roll the dice you get me do your thing yeah, yeah, you're by yeah. yourself in it there's no independent there's no dependence on yeah, you yeah 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 whether it's financially emotionally whatever the case may be obviously you're gonna have family it will be affected but you live your life in it accordingly but yeah. for me my particular uh, circumstance and position i need to have that check done yeah you, you have to make sure everything is kind of like organized and uh, to be honest even though you're right in saying that like if you don't have a family maybe you're not so much you don't really care much about it and stuff like that now but i think it's, it's, it's good to get to get into that habit and I think for me I'm thinking about these stuff now because of everything like obviously because I know like listen people don't live forever like people but and I know like we can't necessarily control when it's our time but you know again it's all about like quality in it so I know okay listen just do these checks like yeah of course it doesn't mean anything but you just you know as as you go along again you might have certain bumps and yeah. but as you go along like sort them out address them and knock them knock them on, on the head early on as much as you can yeah do you know what Trust I mean me. so because I've heard too many stories like I remember I was speaking to one of my colleagues and she said um, her dad had a cough mm. he, but he used to smoke and he was oh, a big okay. smoker yeah, yeah. Well, okay it's a smoking thing but he stopped smoking for a bit and he still had a cough his wife was like, no, go and get checked. He's like, no, obviously, it's just whatever. It's cold mm-hmm. outside. Probably just got cold. And she said, no, I still think you should get, you know, get checked. Turns out man had cancer. Mrs. Uncle, 
Well, one day they go, oh, you know, I've got a pain in my back. You know? Oh, it's probably just because I've been busy nonstop. You know, the mm. chair what turned out he had cancer. So a oh, lot of things. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, like, we, just... a lot of see the signs isn't always something you know that's out there. Sometimes it's as simple as a cough. Sometimes it's as simple as a backache. But you have to get checked. You or you just have to go to the doctors. I'm sure black people don't go to the doctors. It can't just be me because I don't go to the doctors personally. Yeah, I, I, I know. The thing I'm, I'm trying to get into the habit of now, just having a thing of like, right, everything. Okay, cool. Even something a little as like, okay, dentist six twice a year, get checked up. You know, you know, even with that, obviously, it's, some people might say it's a big deal, but even stuff like, oh, you go to the dentist, they tell you, not, not me, not me, my, my thing is coming. Before people start thinking like, yeah, no, I'm saying, they start saying, okay, cool, early signs of gum disease, blah, blah, blah. Patting that early. Because, <laughs> early. Bro, bro, bro. Bad breath. Bro, sort out early, because what you don't want is like, years on the line, you've just, you've ignored the dentist orders, and, and then now you've got a missing, you know, something, you know what I'm saying? You've got... It's, it's going to the point where like you can't go back now that's it so everything is about okay so get get these checks early like yeah. get these things early you know and, yeah. it's, and it's it's mad like even just on the last night with, with, with these checkups like, I, I met a guy um, through Clubhouse one time um, he's he survived prostate cancer yeah and um, obviously he was saying like usually um, he I think he was in his 40s isn't it I think they say I don't know the specific age but I think they say around the, that time isn't it yeah. that's when men start to like check right. And but it's scary. I'm not gonna lie. It's yeah. scary. I'm just thinking, bruv, well, that's it's it. scary, isn't it? But you know, like I said, you just have to like do these things. Like if you, if you spot something from early, like just go get it checked out. Like you know, I think especially now at the point as we're getting older, we're gonna some of us can have more responsibility, whether that's family or we just want to just make sure we 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 can have a good quality of life whilst we're here, isn't it? Yeah, and you know then just I mean? before we move as well, you know why it's important to go just to get checked up because that habit then gets passed on to your children mm. because children aren't immune as well you know they're not anyone can get it that's mm. the thing kids get get cancer and those are, that's the more sad stories yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean so if you make it something regular that you do in your for yourself mm. it's going to be something that you have for your kids making sure they get checked up yeah. Because again, you don't want one of you know your failings to affect yeah, your kids. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So if you get checked up, the likelihood is that you know yes, your kids will, you will take them to the doctors for them to get checked up. So do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen kids who've had cancer, and it's just sad. Yeah, the, yeah, kind of. It's it's very unfortunate because there's no like, I think there was um, there was this guy. I think his daughter like. His daughter, like, I think she... Yeah, a social media guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was sad, man. And he, like, raised money and stuff. Yeah, like, it's... it's when I see that, I'm like, damn, like, it's just... The, I'm not saying anyone deserves it, but it's like a kid, man. I know. That's what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? Like, life hasn't even begun yet. Life hasn't begun. No. Like, honestly, that's why it's... That's what... And if, you know, it's, it all boils down to... We can only just do what we can yeah. for ourselves. So, like, you saying, you know what, um, t- talking about death, Swing out life insurance. Make sure not leave anything to chance because all you can do is control your own life and just ensure that things are put in place so that if God would God forbid if anything does happen, listen, I've I've done you know yeah. I've put things yeah because like, like into motion like I know a guy obviously he's no longer here he passed away 
financially everything's patterned. Mm. Family's set. Yes, it doesn't rid the pain and, you know, trying to understand it mm. all. But I don't know. I, I think, like, in your last days, there's a bit of, there's a peace of mind. I can only imagine there's a peace of mind or, well, I think if in my final hours, you know, if I got hours and it, you know, I would kind of feel like raw. Personally knowing that, okay, yes, I know it's going to be hard. Mm. If I knew you guys were set, I'll be more at peace on that bed. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I know I, I get that. I've done my bit, you know, yeah, yeah, like, okay, that, yeah, that. it's going to be hard. Obviously, you got to agree, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But if I know I've just done my bit, yeah, no, I get that. Still. I can go out. You get me? Okay, if I got a goal, got a goal. You know, yeah, in the that, end, that everything should be okay. Know? And, and yeah. that's essentially that, that's that's what you'd want, though, isn't it? Do you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. You don't want any regrets. I don't want any regrets. So that's, that's what you why. want. You just want to know, like, cool, like, not not to even even wish it happens, but just know, okay, look, that house is there. So that one inherits it, or there's the house is the mortgage is there. Someone takes over the mortgage. The mortgage is paid off. If because yeah. you know that like, obviously there are things in place like cool if you. Uh, life insurance there's, la- there's mortgage I don't know what it's called but insurance you can get on your mortgage if something happens to you yeah, yeah, yeah. paid off so you know okay that's what that's one property your kids inherited but, and then yeah. you know that and they, if they want to get something else like it's, it's, it's patterned do you know what I mean so all these things yeah but obviously it's, it's important man yeah I'll definitely be having those conversations look I'll be letting them people know look this is the will day we're going to reviewing well, even, yeah. re- reviewing the will obviously we've got some more assets and whatnot. Mm. I I I even wanna what I wanna I don't know I even wanna get someone who's like a uh like a will and yeah will and uh, pro, I wanna get them on the, on the podcast yeah like, that'd be talk dope about still that? yeah can I just kind of share insight on you know like bro setting a will like the process or just, just different stuff along yeah. those lines in it like because again these are things that are important in it do you yeah. know what I mean like even debt even debt because because oh, I can only debt. imagine yeah I can only imagine that people have debt secretly and they don't share with their partners and it's only when they get written off you know obviously not to be morbid mm. that partner becomes aware of it I can't I'll be fuming <laughs> I'll be fuming like, bro I'll be yeah, fuming trust like, me so bro. again even that is a process it's yeah. like okay bro how do I manage this financial strength now that okay you know maybe I've lost someone um and maybe potentially well, it they was it, the breadwinner. Yeah, yeah. How do I how do I manage this financially? If you know we still got a mortgage, because if we weren't financially set up, how do you how do you balance things then? How do you go about approaching things? How can you get these things written off because yeah. your legal spouse does it get transferred? I think I'm not sure yeah, but I think yeah. Or does it? It doesn't die with you, does it? Do you know what? I'm not sure. I think it depends on. But I think certain that you can have it written off if if like. Someone's been passed off due to due to due to um due to death. I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure in it. I, I guess the debt like mortgage. Well, I guess in that case, you know the the bank will take. I don't know. Take the. I I don't I don't know the ins and outs. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So even that would be dope. Just to even get so exactly there the, just the to talk take about. The, um, yeah, take, that's peak. Take the, the thing back. But these are things that these are things that are important. Like as well as aside from life insurance, but like if you have assets, how that divided? Because again, it's like the importance of a will because I don't know some people with family you can, it can get a bit uh, what's the word I get a bit messy someone saying okay this is, should have been left for me actually no but then yeah. that's why if you have a will in place yeah. no one can come and say oh actually this is mine Trust this me. is what's been set up 
Do you know what I mean? Because That's it. Make sure you get married. We've seen, yeah, we've seen Make things sure happen. Make sure you only got kids with one woman because, hey, Bro, it's like, there's, a lot, there's, there's a lot of things like that that are, that, that you don't think about, in it When you pass away. And, and even just like, again, I'm just running up with this whole like, idea of, this whole pursuit of happiness, yeah, when it comes to like grief. Again, I think, I think it's just this, you just move with the grief in it, like you. Yeah. Along the way, you define your own happiness. So that could just mean the simplest of things, like you know, you might have been able to. Well, let me not even speak for any anyone else. Let me just speak for myself. Like happiness for me is like being able to go to a restaurant that my mom that the last restaurant I went to my mom I went out with my mom with. I was able to go there and not feel a type of way. Yeah. For me, that's that's a small step. I'm happy or. Happiness for me was like when I, when I said when I found out she passed away, I was like, bro, I said I'm done. I'm never gonna be happy again. And I'm, bro, I'm chatting. I'm smart. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't mean I, I'm not feeling it. But yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it's like, it's like saying, thinking that happiness and grief can coexist. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's different for everyone, man. And I think one thing I would say to people is like, just take it one step at a time. Like it might mm-hmm. have taken me six years to get to this place of happiness again it might take someone six months it might take someone okay and granted it's, it's short six days or it might take someone ten every everyone is different in it yeah you know I mean? just go out, your, go out your own pace and just and just along that journey just figure out what it is it means to you how you can kind of like reshape your life and figure out what it is that makes you happy in it that's yeah. important as well like through yeah. that whole grief what makes you happy and hold on to that yeah you know what i mean like and for me it's like me talking about my mum, writing about my parents, that's what makes me happy because it's, for me, that's my way of honouring them. Yeah. But for everyone else, it can be different for you. It might be, you know, it might be different for you. It might be, whatever it may be that, that keeps you, your, your dad's memory alive. It, you know what I mean? It's, it's different. Yeah. Everyone everyone is different, man. Yeah. I mean, and I guess I'll say something very contradictory is just, um, I don't know if happiness exists, you know. Obviously, I know if we do things and we feel a certain type of way we feel good but i don't know sometimes when we say happiness it's like chasing ghosts you know what i mean it's like it almost feels like a myth like it's it's one of those things happiness what is it it's not something that can be defined it's not something that's tangible it's not something that can be touched it's it feels like it's it's just word what's there that has us mm. chasing just yeah. you know I, learn I, to live in the moment learn to live life learn to enjoy now your people's you know the journey the process yeah and ultimately you should just live a, a more fruitful life um yeah i think yeah it's, I, 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 because I, I, it's always like happiness it feels like it's something you're always chasing yeah. If you're living in a the moment, there's no need to chase because um, you're just living. But I don't know. The, the, That's just something mm, I've been thinking about no, you, recently. I, I, I think I agree, I agree to an extent. And the reason why I agree to an extent is because I feel like I see happiness more of, more of a thing of like happiness is more of what you see it as. But I feel like with happiness, happiness is not a place. I think happiness is the journey. Like Yeah. Because, yeah. because you will get to another, another like pit stop and you, you keep going because it doesn't end in it do you know what I'm saying yeah, but if you, if you keep it. like I said earlier if you keep if you keep putting happiness as this thing of like right happiness is is marriage and I'm driving there you get to that point of that that um, let's say in terms of like analogy of like driving a car you get to that um, that uh, service station 
but you've actually you're like, okay is this it you're gonna yeah. keep driving so it's like <laughs> yeah. okay, then it's like, okay what's the what's the next place what's the next place what's the next yeah. place so it's like it's a destination and i feel like redefine it man because if, yeah. if you if you see it as like always something that you have to keep running towards you're yeah. always gonna keep running yeah and then it's not you happiness I mean? you're always gonna keep running yes i know like in in life like when, it, when we think of like things of like from a, a worldly point of view happiness is oh you know getting married and x amount of money blah 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 and that's important like i said like, don't get me wrong i'm not I'm, i would never ever say like all these things are important but bro there's some people that that you know why is it that like you know people with X amount of, like you know like are not happy or like they say you know what I, I'm good at ABC but is I'm not really happy. You know what I'm trying to say so yeah. bro just forget all of that and just focus on again like I said what is what is it especially with, when you've gone through grief what is it that's keeping you happy and yeah. cling on to that and t- and move with that so it's not a case of like you know, that's a des- that thing is a destination you're moving with that so whatever that might be okay cool like and along the journey just be thankful and and just keep redefining it if you've got to change it how many times you've got to change what happiness means to you but do it but if you keep changing something your chances are you're, you're never going to be satisfied man yeah yeah I mean? uh, that's that's just it man but I, I think yeah that's that's one thing i would just say to to myself everyone listening and watching man because honestly when you keep chasing something just to get against that dangerous cycle, you never stop, man. Yeah, because even the, when I think of these third world countries where you know where there's war and stuff, you know people lose family mm. all the time. There's no time for grief because mm. this they're focused about survival. You know how do I survive? You know, you know if there's any loved one remaining, you know where are they? You're searching, and then you know if they make it, when they're thankful they're still alive. You know mm. what I mean? So again, obviously, it's like the the old cliche saying, you know, you think, you know, your life is tough, but there's always someone who's had it harder and there's always someone who can see, you know, life for what it is. Do you know what I mean? It's it's, it's a blessing, obviously. We're going to grieve. Mm. We're going to grieve, sorry. But, you know, the fact that we're alive is a blessing because we can make a change. We can make 100%. it so that, you know, People don't have to feel the same pain. The same yeah, exactly, thing like this podcast, exactly. you know what I mean? You know, your pain has enabled you to do this so that hopefully people don't have to feel that same pain that you've gone through. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it might pick them up or it might help ease the process. Yeah, or exactly, if they go yeah, through yeah, it, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, it exactly. might show them how to cope. So, yeah, man, it's just... Trust me, 100%, man, 100%. Like, like... This is what I was saying that these conversations are important, and obviously, like you're, you're always been on on the same mind frame wavelength, innit? So, like that's all we can do. Just keep on, again, redefining it because I'm telling you, when you when you like when you're never satisfied and never like, you just gotta be just thankful for every every part of your your journey, man. Like as much as however however tough it may be, be thankful for the people in your life, man. But. Because bro, the curveballs, man. That's it. That's it. The curveballs, and that's that's what we're doing every day. Just dodging curveballs. That's what yeah. life life essentially is. And you know, it's how how it's it's about your resilience, isn't it? And yeah. Obviously, don't get wrong. Some some curveballs, you're like, damn, like flip. It's the, the mental game, man. Like, yeah. It's, it's how 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 mentally resilient are you, like? And bro, that's not an easy thing, bro. Trust me, like, it's not easy, but. Brother, I appreciate you coming on yeah, one last no time, man. Yeah, man. No, thanks um, for having, thanks for having me, man.
like so everyone it's a pleasure. I hope everyone enjoyed. Uh, subscribe to us. Yeah, subscribe. YouTube channel. Um, follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, our Instagram, Pod underscore. Um, just want to keep having more conversation. Yeah, hit up the emails if you want to get on. If you've got something to say. You know, I keep forgetting about that, you know. Yeah. People need to, yeah. But, bro, love, man. Yeah, man, no problem, man. Bless up, people. How long is that? Yeah.